Hey guys, welcome to Classic Sundays. I'm here with Keisha and Chantel, and this week we watched Dogma. Um, it's about two fallen angels who were ejected from paradise, finding themselves banned in Wisconsin. <laughs> they are now headed to New Jersey, where they find a loophole that can get them back into heaven. The only catch is that it will destroy humanity. A group bands together to stop them. Um, so let's just jump right in. Um, since Lena's not here, do you guys want to just read hers first? Um, yeah. And then, uh, do you want to read it? Do you want me to read it? If, if you can read it since okay. I... Uh... Yeah, then I'll read it. Okay, so this is what Lena said because this is her movie. So, um, I'm a few... Ugh. English is hard. I'm a huge fan of this movie and think it's absolutely hilarious. I understand that there is a huge Catholic influence and as a Protestant watching it, I can appreciate the religious aspects, but I'll admit I think some went over my head, particularly the parts about dogma. Is any of that true? Question mark. Um, so I'll stop right there while because I don't know anything about dogma um, either. So I don't know if that was something that like Catholics talked about. Yeah, I mean, all it is, is is just a term used for a teaching in the church that's considered like absolute truth will never change. Okay. And even, yeah, that's literally just, I even have the definition right here and it's exactly the same thing that you just said. So yeah, I, I as a, um, I grew up Baptist and I never heard the word dogma until this movie. So um, that was something new, but I definitely think that when she mentioned um, some Catholic things, like. I might have it went, might have went over my head um, just because obviously our religions might be similar, but you guys have a little bit different teachings. So if, since this movie was a little bit Catholic um, on the religious side, uh, I'd probably miss a couple of things that you guys probably caught. Um, but anyways, let's go back in. Um, Alan Rickman is one of my favorite actors, and this is one of my favorite movies he's in. As always, he's com- his comedic timing is spot on and his quips are well executed. I liked God's portrayal as well in that it made him a bit more real, I think, and less of an uncaring being watching from above. I also liked the whole him slash her part and how God still cared about the two angels, even though they couldn't get back to heaven. I found out that Silent Bob and Jay are famous outside of this movie, so that was interesting to me to learn. I also realized that meme of friend Jesus comes from this movie Overall, I think it's a great movie, and I'll definitely watch it again. Um, I didn't know that Silent Bob and Jay were from this movie or the Friend Jesus either. When I saw that as well, I was like, oh, so this is where it came from. Um, Because I always heard about Silent Bob and um, Jay, but I never knew who they were or where they're from. So that was I think in in this movie, though, they called him Buddy Christ. Yeah. Not Friend Jesus. See, I've seen Clerks before. So I kind of already knew about them, but um, yeah, that was new for me. But um, yeah, so do you guys want to add anything? Yeah, so I actually have a lot of thoughts on this movie. All right, jump right for, in. <laughs> first thought, um, the first half of the movie, I, I loved. I thought it was so funny and I was super into it. Um, so the very beginning where it shows the, the two angels in Wisconsin, as you're kind of figuring out like, oh, they're, they're not your typical humans are actually angels. And then you get more little background, um, tidbits where you find out that they're actually banished angels that cannot enter heaven. And so like just the beginning of where you're kind of getting into the plot, like I was really into it. I thought the jokes were funny. 
I love the cast. I was really into it. I think where it lost me was about halfway through. Literally, like, the scene where the poop monster comes out of the toilet. Oh, my God. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, that what moment saying? on, I was like, okay, this is getting a little ridiculous now. It's starting to drag. I There's too many plot holes where I'm like, they're not even being consistent. Like, one moment, he's, like, in the airport in the Fallen Angels. They know everything where he's like, yeah, that guy just came back from cheating on his wife. But then later... They'll be in a bus where they're like, hey, is that your wife? And they like don't know everything. So I'm like, I didn't like the inconsistencies. Like they either know everything because they're angels or they don't. So like little things like that, like bugged me. Well, and then just like a half, like it just drug on and on. I'm like, this isn't funny anymore. <laughs> Keisha, the, um, that, the one bus scene I think was um, uh, one of them can see everything. And the other one is the kind of like the one that like delivers the judgment and he yeah, can't Loki, see everything. Yeah, yeah. Loki's the one that like delivers judgment because he was like God's like right hand, like the person that went and destroyed everything. And then, oh, frick, I forgot. The, it was like Magda or something. I forgot the other. No, no, no. Um, What's his name? I'm looking up right now. Um, Matt, uh, where, where is he? Ben Affleck was Bar- Bratlib- Bart- Bartleby? Bartleby? B-A-R-T-L-B. Yeah. Yeah. He was the one that would like deliver God's message. So yeah. yeah. Okay. And well so at least that scene, part makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, really scene, <laughs> Bartleby knew what the answer was, like what the truth was, and he was trying to like kind of like mess with Loki a little bit. And he's like, Oh, you have horrible judgment. And then Loki like was like proving that like he didn't have horrible judgment and that he could figure it. He, like he he had a feeling that he could figure it out, but Gotcha. Well, at least that inconsistency was cleared up because that bugged me. But just in general, literally the poop monster coming out of the toilet from that moment <laughs> on, I was like, this movie is like taking a turn for the worse. It's not. <laughs> it just like got longer and longer where I'm like, this isn't that funny anymore. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Like I was like into it. I was laughing. I was joking. And then kind of like right after the poop monster. <laughs> I kind of fell off the movie. Like I almost, I, I skipped through some parts because I was just like, this is meh, you know? So I just skipped through a little bit, like fast forward. But I completely agree with you. Like it was like, it was hitting all the marks. I was laughing. I was like, oh my God, this is where Silent Bob comes from. You know, I was like, even like Alan Rickman. I was like, I love him. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene, he pulls his pants down. And I'm like, this is such a 90s movie. Like all the pop culture references, like I was loving it. And then all of a sudden it just went downhill um after that i feel like for me at least um where i was just like this is no longer as good as i thought it would be like it it was going up 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 and then it just went straight down for me Um, right i mean i still laughed a little bit from poop monster scene on there was a few scenes where i'm like that's still funny it wasn't like completely terrible but just i don't know it just started to drag big time Mm -hmm. and i felt like the humor got not as good the second half yeah i think i think what probably got all of us on that part like the poop monster is just it got very like <laughs> I, I it was like one... a teenage boy wrote this movie after that like that's how i felt <laughs> so it was like it's like a prepubescent teen wrote this movie and after that like that's where i kind of lost it um where i was like oh okay it's not as funny as it was in the beginning it's 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 just kind of getting into like a like they they took like religion and like just like they just really stretched it (laughs) and it was it was it was hard to follow 
a little bit as like if you were not I guess Catholic because there's a lot of like Catholic references in this but then it just like really stretched it even more if you are like even if I I am Catholic and then I was just like wait what like what what <laughs> like I get like the first half of the film there's like there were some things that like maybe I had heard of but like didn't really like you know couldn't get the relation of it but then like there were they were really stretching stuff at the end of the movie and I was like Ah, what? <laughs> yeah, See, I, I disagree a little bit where I don't think you needed to be Catholic or even religious at all. Like this movie was just like a straight up ridiculous 90s comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't know. I didn't think there was anything like super religious that you couldn't have just picked up from just watching the movie. I, I guess think- where I just it lost me was the beginning. Of the movie was like really good where it's like, oh, there here's this girl that's lost her faith a little bit. And. I thought Jay was hilarious. I liked the comedy with the two prophets kind of accompanying her on her journey. And they had like really inappropriate, like raunchy humor. And I, I was a big fan. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And then literally they're like at that strip club where Jay's trying to prove he's not gay. And then <laughs> a giant turd comes out of the toilet and forms like a monster and starts walking around. I'm like, what just happened to the movie? <laughs> Yeah, it went like it went. It was weird. Like for me, like personally, like um, I feel like the be- the the best part of like this for me for like the Christian part was the beginning. Everything else was like they threw in like tidbits of Christian, like kind of like oh here's this you know character in the Bible and like we're this is how we're putting it in. Um, but like the beginning of it was when the like priest was um doing his speech, and like for me at least, how he was saying like how um c- Catholics are portrayed and um how like uh christianity is like obtuse and that kind of was like for me it was like where like that was the only part that like i felt was like super like hit the like nail on the head for christianity and like the christian aspect of the movie but then the rest was just kind of like they took liberties and they were like we know this is about like christianity but we're just gonna make it however we want to so i don't i didn't see a lot of christianity or like biblical aspects to the movie except for like probably names and that's it so this movie for me wasn't really like a christian like not i'm not gonna say it's a christian based movie but like it didn't have a lot of like christian aspects at all in this movie it was just complete satire um completely right. just like funny like we're just throwing in tidbits for yeah you just totally, so that... totally agree yeah I like what you were saying that priest speech at the beginning mm-hmm. that was like the only part the whole movie almost where he was really talking about really anything about being catholic at all yeah and like i'm not even catholic so like i like to me personally like that's why i didn't see anything like christian in this movie maybe there was probably like some things that i didn't catch i don't know um just because obviously i don't know anything about it so for me the only thing that i felt that was religious was just the names and maybe like some of the stories that they like put in and then exaggerated a little bit yeah i mean not really i mean I wouldn't say you missed much because half the stuff they said is like not even what they teach you <laughs> in the mm-hmm. Catholic religion. It was just like a big comedy. Yeah. And but like the fact that, that like when you meet God at the end, she's like doing a handstand a in the garden. She's yeah. a girl. It's like doing a handstand in the garden, like falling over. And the like, one, one line she has in the movie, she's like, Bloop, <laughs> or something yeah. like that. Like, I mean, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it was, I was like, okay, I like, and then at the end she's like pregnant like and she like he alan rickman does this weird creepy like hand grab of her stomach and she's like i'm pregnant and he's, like it was just weird at the end i was like this is right. 
So, but no. to clarify for listeners, not the female god character pregnant, the other main character, yeah, yeah, female the, that the journey to stop the angel, she becomes pregnant at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, not God. God was having, and she was like on god acid. And, and, and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah so no um i don't know for me it was a pretty good movie um definitely a, a big star um studded cast i feel like this was like the early um their like early film you know like before they got really famous um mm-hmm. for me because I, I feel like alan rickman from what i know is very like serious actor and to see him in something like this i was like what you know like this is something i would not see you in um you know like how i see him now you know as professor mm-hmm. snape but like this like serious actor and then like salma Hayek, a uh, hike like i freaking love that woman um she's amazing and seeing her in like one of the her early roles is definitely like for me i personally enjoyed the movie just because of seeing all of my like you know childhood actors that i like i love um in this so yeah no for me it was great i, I will I say like- oh i'm oh. sorry go ahead chantel i was gonna say that there okay so there weren't if you were watching this and you weren't catholic there were things that like you could pick up on you could follow the plot and yada 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 but and and yes it was a satire but i was watching it with like ben and and brad and um a couple other people and we were discussing while the movie was going on things that were mentioned like vocab that was mentioned that whether satire or not, if you didn't know it as a Catholic, you didn't get the deeper meaning of it. So like when they're like talking about um, seraphs or they were talking about them walking through the archway, it was basically like reconciliation. Um, You know, like the sacrament of reconciliation where you're like absolved of your sins after you like, you know, go in and reconcile basically. You're like, say what you did wrong. In this case, they didn't have to say what they did wrong. They're walking in an archway, but it was kind of like the same type of thing. And then, like, if you, I mean, it, it was just kind of cooler to know some of those things and, like, added to the movie for me. Um, and then, like, uh, I mean, I, in, in a sense, most people can understand, like, what a prophet is. Um, but I thought it was cool to kind of, like, know, like, more about prophets and, like, seeing them displayed differently than, like, what we grew up on. Um, obviously, it's a satire, so that being the reason. Um, and then, like, talking about, like, the apostles and whatnot, like, there, there were just, there were things that I felt, like, were funny in this film, and, like, if I watched it through and didn't know any of the, like, some of the background things, I would have been fine watching it, but I appreciated it more, knowing some of that vocab, understanding, like, what the heck it was, um, I don't know, so, like, for me, I, I feel like that added to this, it didn't necessarily, I feel like, take away from like a you know an average person watching this that's not familiar with those ter- like those terms and stuff. But that's where I felt like this was kind of like it had that extra layer of that in there. So I don't know. That's where I was coming from when I was saying like that there were other things in there that they were talking about that um, I guess the average viewer may have gone over their head because I know I was watching with Derek as well, and he said. I really like this movie. He's like, but I I know that there's a lot of things in here that probably really went over my head because I'm not familiar with like like, that terminology. Mm. I mean, I guess I get what you're saying a little bit. I mean, like, for example, 12 apostles, if you don't know that there's 12 apostles, 
then you're not going to find it that funny that there was the 13th forgotten apostle just because he was black (laughs) right what i mean they did it to be funny but i guess if you didn't know who the 12 apostles were that there was only 12 then that joke wouldn't be funny but Mm -hmm. i did feel like with the movie you didn't really have to know or understand anything from even the bible because they did such a good job of being like oh a seraphim well it's the highest ranked angel and they kind of like explained every joke for you in the movie no a little bit but yeah i I felt like it added to just having background knowledge yeah no oh i did want to say because i kind of like said the second half of the movie was not as good for me i did really enjoy one particular scene in the second half of the movie and that was just pretty much toward the very very end when uh ben affleck is just like flying around in the air and just destroying all the people that were at this church dropping them up yeah i mean it was just so ridiculous that i was like at that point i was laughing again i'm like i don't even i don't even know what's happening but this is at least enjoyable and funny yeah that part i was just like what what (laughs) down like i'm really confused because like it, it went from like zero to a hundred real quick. And I'm, I was like, wait, did I miss something? I don't like, <laughs> I felt like maybe I like had to like rewind. Cause I was like, I felt like I missed something. Cause one moment they're all like in this bar. And then the next thing, like Ben Affleck is just murdering people in front of the church. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> and so no, but yeah, no, uh, overall, I think it was a really good movie. Um, we're definitely did you, like- notice, did you notice how they killed the poop monster? How? Wait, yeah, what? spray, right? Like odor they, gone. Oh, okay. yeah, they used air freshener. No. <laughs> did you guys like so the Silent Bob and Jay character? Did, how, how? What were your thoughts on them? Did you like them? I love Silent Bob and Jay. Like Silent Bob is like I'm my favorite character. He said nothing except for the only part that he. Uh, what was it? His line was like, um, "Didn't have a ticket to the guy in the train." It's a no ticket. Yeah, no ticket. Yeah. And that was his train. only line. And I, I don't know. I love it, this. It wasn't his only line, line, actually. What was his other line? I forgot to write it down, but he did speak again. Mm-hmm. What? Oh. I forget. But yeah, oh, he, he did, did talk a little. Again, there was another line. Okay. That's the only line that I remember. <laughs> well, yeah, so. if you like them, though, you got to watch the other movies with them because they're always funny. I might have to because I definitely like, I thought them as the prophets were definitely a great comedic relief. Yeah, um, they were great. I literally thought that they were going to ha- put like a sex scene in there when um the world was ending. I was like, oh, like I thought that that would have been hilarious. Not like obviously like full like, you know, porno, but like a mention of it, like have the van rocking or something, you know, like I thought that that would have been hilarious to put in there um because he was just like, if this happens, would you have sex with us? And she's like, OK, if that happens, yes. And I thought that they missed out on that, at least I think um for me. But no. Oh, here we go. Here was this other line. So Rufus um, said to Bethany, "The man was right about you, and I'm going to go home." And- oh no, sorry. Yeah, Ruth. Ruth said to Bethany, the main character, "The bo- the man was right about you, and I'm going to go home and tell him so." And then said to Jay and Silent Bob, "And if you clean up your language, I just might put in a good word for you too." And Silent Bob said, "Thanks." Yeah. But he did speak again because Derek brought up that same thing. He said, like, that there was only one line for Silent Bob in the entire movie. So the entire time I was, like, trying to, like, listen and, like, figure out if he was right. He was wrong. Hmm. So he has two lines. <laughs> Three words. Yeah. Do you want to jump into ratings then? 
Sure. All right. I'll give Lena's. Um, she's doing uh, an eight out of 10, um, a bit lower just because I don't really like Jay as a character. Um, he wasn't really funny to her, but overall she thinks it's a great movie and definitely watch it again. And on the plus side, Chris didn't fall asleep um, watching the movie. So that was her review. Um, for me, I'm going to give it a seven. Uh, no, did I get, no, I gave it a seven. Um, I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, it. It made me laugh. And I always like the movie that makes me laugh. So um, I don't know if I'd watch it again, but it's definitely a good movie. I give it a six just because the second half was dragging and it kind of wasn't as funny and kind of lost its magic toward the later half of the movie. So a six rating for me. I'm also going to give it a six. Um, I felt like it was a good movie and it definitely had me laughing. But as Keisha had mentioned, and I agree with her, towards the second half of the movie, I had fewer notes written down because it was just very outlandish. Although there was some humor, but it was just kind of like, it just just kept going. (laughs) Yeah. Before we jump into fun facts, Lena does have this thing. She's like, also, I don't know if Chantel found this in her fun facts, but apparently this movie is in limbo and hard to find because of a lawsuit with Weinstein production. So it's banned from streaming and you can't get it now only on DVD or on the YouTube link that she sent us. So she doesn't know if you put that in or not, but I did not, but I'll piggyback on that. Um, I found out when researching this um, that the director Smith wanted to make a sequel with kind of more of an apocalypse theme to this movie, but was fearful of making another religious movie due to death threats that were being given to him for making this movie from like Catholic sources because of its inaccuracy and satire. Mm -hmm. So could contribute, could be part of the reason why it's very hard to find because there's people that don't want you to find it. I literally like looked everywhere and it was like, it, uh, I don't even know, but I guess that would make sense with all the, the suing that happened. I feel like any religious movie, um, it's kind of funny. Like when it comes to like Christians, if you make a movie making fun of Christianity, all hell breaks loose. But if you make like a movie making fun of like a different religion, no one cares. You know, it's like whatever. Like Christians are very, very sensitive, at least to me from what I've seen. Like I've seen movies about... Um, like Islam, um, like, dude, what is it? Uh, what is it? Harold and Kumar, like, go to Guantanamo Bay. And that one was basically like, an, like, it was like Islamic, like, you know, jokes and everything. And there's just like all these different movies about, you know, Judaism and uh, like, none of them get as much flack. But when it comes to Christianity, like, hardcore Christians will like literally murder your family for making fun and making a movie, making fun of Christianity, which I think is very um interesting i don't know if you guys noticed that but at least i've i've noticed i I tend to think most people are just sensitive like i don't see it as just a christian thing because i think south park has struggled with some of their episodes to put out material with um shoot what is it they wanted to show like what oh my gosh why can't i think of his name they want i forget they wanted to show what he looked like and they couldn't even like put him in the cartoon because these religious groups were getting so upset and it wasn't Christian. So I don't remember specifically what it was, but I guess I'm just used to seeing various religious groups and TV shows and movies being made about things and people getting upset all the time, no matter what it is. All right. For fun facts. All right. 
Initial fun fact is that this movie was originally going to be called God the Movie, not Dogma. They later changed that. Also, in the scene where Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are in the gun shop, you can see Ben pick up a knife and play with it. And if you continue to watch Ben, you will see him cut his finger. He then recoils with a look of shock on his face. And this is joked about in the DVD commentary of Dogma. Um, another fun fact, the role of Loki was written for Jason Lee, but scheduling conflicts actually forced him to take on the smaller role of Azrael and Matt Damon took over as Loki. Good. I loved Matt Damon. <laughs> I'm glad that happened. <laughs> yeah. And fun uh, fact, he's good. For, for me, at least, um, Azrael is one of my, um, on my baby name list. So I thought it was funny. I was like, oh, I didn't realize it was like a uh had religious aspects to it i just like the name so there you go a little fun fact for me oh definitely <laughs> uh the hoods worn around the neck of three angel of the three angels in the film metatron bartleby and loki represent their halos mm. so when they're in regular clothing uh, George Carlin agreed to take the role of Cardinal Glick, but didn't want to remove his wedding band since he had recently lost his wife. So he wore a Band-Aid to hide it in the film. This was actually unnecessary as it, um, as the Pope actually gives each Cardinal an episcopal, episcopal ring as a symbol of their office. Although these rings almost always contain gems or precious stones, especially amethyst, it's possible that Cardinal Glick was given a simpler ring or received permission to wear one. Um, according to Kevin Smith, Alan Rickman held on to the maracas all day when they shot the scene in the Mexican restaurant when Metatron shook them after his meeting with Bethany. And he started driving the crew and cast crazy playing with them the whole day. I love that one. I'm just imagining Alan Rickman just like going around like the, the set scenes and just like shaking maracas in people's faces. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the film, Loki is the angel of death and Azrael is a demon who wants to cause mischief. But actually in traditional mythology, it is Azrael who's the angel of death and Loki is a Norse god who causes mischief. Um, and finally... Matt Damon's character, Loki, is named after the same god from North mytholo Norse mythology as Loki from the Marvel Comics or Cinematic Universe. Coincidentally, 18 years later, Matt Damon would play an actor playing Loki in a play in Thor Ragnarok 2017. Oh, yeah, I saw that. But, yeah, no. Fun facts. Want to jump into, is it a classic then? All right. Is the movie truly considered a classic based on the following criteria? Acting, music, dialogue, attention to historical details, costuming, scenery, and did it have a cultural impact? Do you want to start with Lena since this was her movie? Yes. Um, she thinks it is. Um, she's like, I don't think it's classic, but it has influenced pop culture and almost everyone I've talked to has seen or heard of this movie um so she says yes um for me uh it's hard like for me personally i don't i don't think it's a classic but since it has influenced pop culture i can i can see why people would call it a classic but me personally like i would never i don't know i'd, I'd watch it once okay. and it was funny but i'd never watch it again so for me it's a, a no but i definitely understand why people like it i 
don't think it's a classic. I get that there's been some pop culture influence, but it's a tricky one because I feel like most of the pop culture influence comes from people recognizing like who Silent Bob and JR, but they come from other movies. And I just feel like it's the whole universe where they kind of exist as characters. And like that to me is what's influencing pop culture. I don't think that the actual movie Dogma itself really influenced much so i just don't see this this movie alone as a classic i'm gonna call it a cult classic i think that's basically what you're trying to explain tisha with the the characters um, i mean the characters are in like six other movies yeah, so yeah like the characters definitely pop culture the movie standing alone just dogma i don't see that as a classic yeah, I have not heard of Dogma. Maybe I heard the the title before like once, but I had not truly heard of Dogma prior to watching this. It was actually funny though, because I was on vacation and Derek randomly mentioned, like he was talking about how he really liked Dogma or something like that and had no idea that that was our movie this week. Oh. And I was like, like wait a second. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> like, wait a second. Like that, I didn't watch that yet. So that's when we decided to sit down um, on vacation one evening and just our movie for that night was dogma but um other than that i had not really truly heard of anything from dogma the movie um i'd heard of like silent bob and everything but not like you were saying keisha nothing from the, like, the actual movie influencing pop culture so mm-hmm. i'm saying i mean the very least cult classic yeah, I mean, I was on the fence just because, again, the the characters, but I don't know. I'm going to stick with my not a classic. Yeah, at least for me, like, going into, like, is it a classic or not, um, it's more my personal opinion. Because, like, some movies are, like, are good, but, like, if I will never, ever watch it again, for me, it's not a classic. So, like, I've never even heard of the word dogma before this, and this was my first time even hearing about this movie. And I knew, like, about, like, um, Jay and Silent Bob from, like, memes and stuff. So, like, for me, like, I don't know. Like, it was an okay movie. Um, but, I mean, I, I can see why people like it. So, but, yeah. Um, do you guys... Okay, so next week, um, we're going to be watching The Hand Rocks the Cradle, correct? I think that's Keisha's pick. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, otherwise, unless you guys want to add something else before we head out, but I think that was pretty much it. All right. See you guys next week. Alrighty. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the episode. I just wanted to remind you guys that we post every Sunday, so I hope to see you guys next weekend. Thank you. Bye.